This episode is made possible by PwC. It's getting hot out here. Moving the mercury can help move your business. PwC helps turn sustainability theory into real-world action. Reduce your carbon footprint while increasing transparency in net zero commitments. Start with reporting to identify your climate risks and reinvent your business. Create a more sustainable business and a stronger planet. It's all part of the new equation. Learn more at thenewequation.com. This episode is made possible by PwC. A robot may not be coming for your job, but competitors are coming for your market share. At PwC, we pair the right tech with the right solutions to help you gain a competitive edge. Reimagine operations from the cloud, fuel innovation with responsible AI, and detect risks before they become headlines. That's human-led and tech-powered. It's all part of The New Equation. Learn more at thenewequation.com. Today on Real Ghost Stories Online, ghost animals. Can animals come back to be near the people and places? They loved in life. Welcome to Real Ghost Stories Online. Call in your real ghost story now at 855-853-4802 or write in at realghoststoriesonline.com. You are about to enter the world of the unknown and quite possibly the undead. This is Real Ghost Stories Online. That it is. And yes, 855-853-4802 is the phone number to share your real ghost stories with us. We'd love to hear them. Write in at realghoststoriesonline.com. And if you'd like access to our bonus episodes, advanced episodes, all of the extras, you can get it on Apple Podcasts on our premium channel there. Subscribe. Even try it for about three days free. Check that out. Or patreon.com slash stories to get in on all of that. Tony and Todd with you on today's episode of the program. What is going on with you? We've talked several times about like kitties and doggies and whether or not they can come back. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I so, uh, I wonder. I, I think I, I mean, I've, I've shared my story of it where I felt like my cat uh, when I was a child, that when it passed away, that it was jumping on the end of the bed for many years. I didn't even realize, realize it was ghostly till I think started doing this show like 10 years ago. Right. And you start thinking about it, you're like, that's just not normal yeah i don't know why i thought it was <laughs> but <laughs> i decide I sometimes you know it's like there's muscle memory and that sort of stuff and sometimes you know it's just like well your mind can do weird things and it's not always necessarily paranormal but i don't know right. it, it was a consistent thing you know all the time i wouldn't be surprised i have uh i have a dog uh buddy who just always wants to be by my side no matter what and harper hangs out with him all the time too um but i think like I'm his person technically sting our golden is more her dog, but buddy just hangs out with her all the time. Uh, but every chance he can, he's always looking at me like, like you okay, dad? Like, should I, should I hang out with you or go with Harper? <laughs> what should I do? You know, this, like, like you're good. You, you go with Harper. It's, are you sure? Are you sure? Yeah. And last night uh, we were sitting watching a movie and he sat down next to me, just cuddles up really close to me, wants to be right next to me all the time. And he's like kind of guarding. And, and I don't know, I, I could totally see, uh, one day when he passes that I will have this consistent feeling of this border collie walking next to me everywhere I go yeah. for the rest of my yeah. life. Yeah. Um, I, I, I imagine that's, the, that's the truth. I think I told you too, once I had a dog that passed away and I mm-hmm. think maybe a couple of days after it had gone, I had the, the feeling that it had jumped up on the bed with me as well, but nothing since then with any other animal. Yeah. It's interesting. It's like certain ones seem to have that ability or, 
or have that desire and, and others don't? Does that mean that certain pets of ours don't like us as much as we like them? Or <laughs> to like screw off, <laughs> they're like, I'm yeah, out of here. I'm done. Finally, I'm out of this place. Let's go to the phone call at 855-853-4802. Hi. It's Allie from Utah. I have several stories about ghost dogs that have visited me and my family in my life, and I wanted to tell you guys about them. The first one is in my story. I wasn't born yet, but my parents had rented an apartment. Um, it was an apartment like above a detached garage. There's like a sliding glass door to a small balcony of this apartment that would look onto the backyard. The backyard wasn't very big, but just behind the backyard was this big, tall grass field that went on for like miles. And both my mom and dad would see this great, big, shaggy sheepdog that was like black and white, solid as could be, running around the field. And they said it was almost kind of like a tape recording Going over and over again, they'd see this dog run the same path. It'd get halfway through the field and would just disappear. Just completely vanish right before their eyes. And it happened when both of them were looking. It happened when it, when it was just one of them. So when they were moving out of the apartment, my dad kind of said, hey, to his friend, does anybody own a sheepdog around the neighborhood? You know, even though they kind of already suspected it was a spirit he had asked his friend just to kind of disprove if it was another dog running around the neighborhood that would just like fall down a hole or get to a spot where the grass was too high for them to see it and the neighbor's like no there hasn't been a sheepdog in the neighborhood since hours passed away we had one 20 years ago while I was growing up that we had to unfortunately put down. So that's kind of my parents' ghost dog story. And then the second story was growing up in my childhood home, we had a black lab named Molly. Sweetest dog ever. She'd do these particular things. We had trained her to wait up at the top of the stairs while we were eating dinner. And she'd wait at the top of the stairs until we called her back down so she wouldn't sit there and, like, beg at the table. She'd also do this particular thing where upstairs there was three bedrooms and a hallway. Um, she'd lay in the middle of the hallway almost guarding our three bedrooms. Unfortunately, we ended up having to put her down when she was fairly young, about four years old, due to um, liver failure. I want to say probably after a week or two that she was put to sleep, we would be sitting at the dining room table and all of us, all of my family would see out of our, the corner of our eyes, her still sitting up at the top of the stairs. But then you'd look like straight at the stairs and nothing would be there. You just see her out of the corner of your eye. We also had this odd incident of the spot she'd lay in in the hallway around the bedrooms, the wall she'd lean against always had this like black smudge across the wall. And my mom would wash it off. A couple days later, the smudge would reappear. She even repainted the wall and the smudge would still reappear. And we just knew it was 
Molly watching out for us. We even had at one point gotten a new dog, a yellow one. And every now and then we'd look into the backyard and we'd see we had these eucalyptus bushes that we could see the top of the yellow dog and his tail walking by those bushes. And every now and then we'd see two sets of tails, a yellow one, a black one, but a black dog wouldn't appear on the end of the row of bushes like the yellow one would. So we, she just kind of visited for a while to let us know that she was still there with us and that she was okay and everything was okay. And then my third story is I work at an animal shelter. And unfortunately, me being as sensitive as I am, I tend to feel things like animal-specific spirits that have passed on from the shelter come back and visit. I've had the feeling of cats rubbing up against my leg when all of the cats are in their cages and are accounted for and there was like nothing around me to be brushed up against. We'd be sitting there at the desk and you can hear purring like it was right next to you. And of course, there's no cats out. There's no cats near you. Um, Oftentimes it sounds like a dog's barking when there's either no dogs in the shelter at the point of time. And we have this one specific spirit that tends to visit us. But I don't know if he likes me specifically or because I am so sensitive, I see him the most. But I call him the ghost hound. Um, he's not like a specific breed called a ghost what hound, it- but he is a black and tan um, coon hound or bloodhound. And oftentimes we'd be doing something and you could hear him howl. And hounds are very particular in they're the only breed that can make this sound. So oftentimes we'd hear him howling and there's no dogs in the shelter that can make that sound. And there's been a couple of times where I'm washing out dog kennels and out of the corner of my eye, I see a dog move in the kennel next to the one I'm cleaning and I go to clean that one and there's no dog in there. I've seen the dog kennels kind of have a separator about, I want to say three feet tall. That is a solid separator, but then there's chain link that covers the rest of the kennel. And I'd see him poking his head up over the divider on the other side of the kennel that I'm currently in or that I'm currently in front of. And of course there's no dog in that kennel. Um, There's one time where the power went out and we had our backup generator hadn't kicked in yet, but I still had to continue cleaning. So I'm sitting there spraying down the dog kennels in the dark with my phone flashlight trying to guide where I'm looking at. And um, I literally see this black and tan coon hound looking at me from the back of the kennel as I'm looking down at the floor of the kennel, spraying debris and soap and whatnot down. And I see it not quite out of the corner of my eye, but like I'm not completely focused on where it's at. So I can see it. And then I look up directly at where it would be and it's gone. So 
those are just a couple of my ghost animal stories. I can't wait to call in or hear what you guys think about them. They're, believe me, they're true. I've had so many experiences that I tell these stories to other people and they're like, you have too many. You got to be making up some. And I really am not making any of this up. Thank you. Bye. Thank you for sharing that uh, that story with us. I think that happens a lot. People who have a lot of sensitivity end up having a lot of experiences and then are end up being believed less because they have so many stories. But it's just really kind of more so the nature of the individual uh, than anything else. I think you're right about that. I think that people start, you know, if somebody has one experience, you can kind of go, oh, that's kind of interesting, whatever. But people who do have the experience and then share the experience, mm-hmm. which you should be able to do. I think you're right. I think people go, mm, that person's a little rah, 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 kind of thing. I love the story, though, about the sheepdog and running in the field and all of, all of that kind of stuff. Because I do think that along with humans and all that kind of stuff, um, when we have experiences in our life, whether they're really positive wonderful or really horrible i think sometimes a part of us is left behind in that situation so this dog may just have always loved running in the field and having a great time i think it'd be a great a great feeling to know that that energy is still kind of hanging out there i agree uh and that what a nice place to have it too just kind of out in nature and then that 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 feeling is there uh from a, a positive time uh with that animal um Good story. Thank you for sharing that with us. 855-853-4802 is our phone number at Real Ghost Stories Online if you want to share your real ghost stories with us. If you want access to all of our bonus episodes, advanced episodes, it's all there for you. Apple Podcasts is where you can get it or patreon.com slash real ghost stories. Until next time, for all of us at Real Ghost Stories Online, I'm Tony Bruschi. Thanks for listening. This episode is made possible by PwC. A robot may not be coming for your job, but competitors are coming for your market share. At PwC, we pair the right tech with the right solutions to help you gain a competitive edge. Reimagine operations from the cloud, fuel innovation with responsible AI, and detect risks before they become headlines. That's human-led and tech-powered. It's all part of the new equation. Learn more at thenewequation.com. This episode is made possible by PwC. A robot may not be coming for your job, but competitors are coming for your market share. At PwC, we pair the right tech with the right solutions to help you gain a competitive edge. Reimagine operations from the cloud, fuel innovation with responsible AI, and detect risks before they become headlines. That's human-led and tech-powered. It's all part of The New Equation. Learn more at thenewequation.com.